All right. Give back to get back. What does this mean? I don't know that enough businesses in general, let alone within this flooring, tile, stone industry, participate in their community. And I, I think a lot of times it's all very transactional. I personally hate the word customer. Customer implies that there is an exchange of money for a good or service. I prefer the word client. It means you bring somebody under your protection, you educate them, and you help them to understand the service you're providing, the value in it, you build a relationship. So I wanna work with clients, I don't want customers, right? So I'm not going to establish a business in my community and put it there and just expect people to come in and buy things from me. What reason am I giving them to work with myself? None other than I want your money to go do X thing. Well, now I'm getting this money from my local community. I should probably take it and I should put it back into it. If I can help the people around me succeed, then my business will continue to move forward in a positive direction. The best example I have of this is there is a pizza shop near me in Phoenix and people will go to the ends of the earth on a Facebook group when somebody dogs on them and says, the order was late, the young kid screwed up my order, um, you know, there was pepperonis on it and it was supposed to have mushrooms, whatever the case may be. And that's, people come out of the woodwork and start defending that. Do you know what they do for us? They support the local sports teams at the high school. They, you know, if the house burns down and the family needs clothes or the toys or whatever they need to get that family back up and running, they are the first company to jump in and be like, you know, proceeds from this weekend are going to go to the Smiths. We're going to get them back up and running on their feet. There's constantly some kind of a drive for a, a nonprofit there. They are allowed, they let the Girl Scouts come and the Boy Scouts come and sell their wares out front to let them get their sales skills and make their money so that they can have their adventure. So they're constantly putting investments that people are making in them back into their community and then they get dogged on and the entire community rushes to defend them and says, no, 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 you don't talk that way about that pizza joint. Everyone loves this place. I don't know a single flooring store that I've ever seen that happen with. So how do we take our business no matter what we are, I, I like using the retailer as an example because they have a lot of space to do things with. And so what kind of things can we do to push our business forward, get more involved? Um, one of my ideas was right around Christmas time, why not have Santa come in? We set up a tree, we, we get some hot cocoa, some candy canes, you hire Santa, you get a, you know, find a local photographer and Santa comes in, he reads two stories. You know, you can get Night Before Christmas and you can get Polar Express. He reads it, the kids have hot cocoa, the parents sit back, relax, they enjoy themselves. And you're just getting people to come and be present. I'm not trying to push any flooring, just come get your picture with Santa, let your kid sit on his lap, tell him a toy. Here's a good time, fill about an hour, off you go, after hours, done. Why? Why not? What does that do? You put people in your store, you didn't pressure them to do anything. Now they've seen what you have, they wanted, they enjoyed the interaction, your staff was friendly, 
they feel good. They got a picture. They're probably going to want to come back. They're probably going to tell a friend. You're, you're top of mind. And so you're letting them have something, right? Could you do it with the Easter Bunny? Sure, why not? Um, how do we get people in? Uh, Home Depot, right? The big box store. Oh, everybody hates them in this industry because they're offering training and it's the worst, right? Here's how you install a backsplash. Here's how you fix minor electrical stuff, whatever. They're getting people in there every Saturday morning and teaching them a skill, what, right or wrong, it doesn't matter. They're teaching them a skill. They also have the little workshops for kids and you build a birdhouse or you build a bank or whatever. My kids will bleed orange because they were indoctrinated into Home Depot this when they were this tall because they were given an apron and a pin and, and really silly projects that took 20 minutes to build. But where are they going to go? They ain't going to go to Lowe's. They're going to go to Home Depot. They're going to buy their stuff. How much scrap do we get out of projects? Why aren't we offering the install, right? Oh, well, I don't, wanna, I don't want DIYers coming to me. Why not? Sell them the material. You still get that sale. Well, yeah, but I want the install. Why? The DIYer was never your client to begin with. So teach them how to do it successfully because their friend is not a DIYer. And they'll say, you know who, who helped me? Them over there. They gave me the skills to be successful. Go use them. And so we have to continually put out into the community, build them up, and show them that we care. It can't just constantly be us putting our hand out, asking for the transaction, giving them the sale, and expecting them to come in over and over and over again. Lifetime value of a client is something. I know people that have had generations of families come to them. It was, it was grandma and grandpa, and then the kids came, and then their kids are coming in and doing it. And they're not doing that because these companies just put their hand out and expect to get a transaction. They're building the environment. So how else can we get involved? Um, find some local charities, right? Is, is there, I'm big on single moms. I was raised by one. Um, I, she was actually a counselor for an adoption agency and worked with pregnant teens and all kinds of stuff. Is there somebody that you can go and work with and you can do like the diaper drive or formula drive or get something in there, right? You could do a different charity every month that you can work with and partner with and have the drop off, right? You don't even have to like, maybe they can come pick it up, but it's inconvenient to be able to get to them and you're a closer location for your neighborhood. Just be the drop off location. Can you spare a little bit of space to store some stuff? They come get it once a week. Just show that you care about getting people the help they need so that they can get to where you want to be. Um, it's we, we did Cub Scouts for a long time and, and Boy Scouts. And so all the Boy Scouts to do earn their eagle, they have to do a project. And I saw a lot of things where it was like, we're going to go paint a wall in a, in a school. And that was the project. And how do we organize it? And I was like, but that's not really doing anything. And it got me thinking of, you know, you can see the library boxes that people have in their neighborhoods and they fill them with books and, and whatnot. So what if we were to do the book drive and we got all the books together and we had some of our installers make the little library boxes and we found a couple of people in neighborhoods to allow us to put them up. But what if we went 
and we we did it in a socioeconomically depressed area and we get some kids books in there we get some educational business books in there maybe we get books in spanish because it's a heavily hispanic neighborhood and help them get tools to at least give them the availability of it right maybe they don't have a car they can't get to the library it's not going to happen how can we make it easier to get access to this stuff help them build them up um what else can what other kinds of things can we do we can uh where did the thought go that's the question <laughs> um so i mean essentially it, it really comes down to it's just a matter of not thinking about ourselves every time i've put something out something comes back to me like tenfold and it continues to build on itself and you don't have to try it feels good to give i want to make sure other people can be successful get built up and and be in a position where where they're comfortable it's the, the podcast I do is kind of the same thing. It's, I, I'm going to do it regardless. Like the, the sponsorships are nice, but honestly, the, the information is needed so badly that it just needs to get put out. And it's, it's fun for me to meet people. I get to learn people that do things and connect them. And when you start doing that, you never know what's going to happen and who you're going to meet. And so you can keep finding ways to move this community forward in a positive direction and and build it and it, it's you have to be involved on that local level go be seen right i want you to be the first place that people think of when they need your service but beyond that if you're providing the jobs and you're taking care of people and you're making sure that you're getting their, you know, the kid comes and works for you and you're teaching them a lifelong skill as a tradesperson or you're hiring them as the retail sales associate and you're making sure that they have the benefits and they can take care of their family. You can start building this community within your business and have this culture and then you will be able to start pushing it out and the word will go out. People want to, work at fun places and if you're that fun place they're going to funnel into you you can grow and so then your reach gets even further to go and continue to give back more and more in other areas you can open a second store you can go and push into another neighborhood you can find a way to work with high schools um i, I think that's for this industry specifically with an installation shortage one of the biggest ways people could give back is there isn't a lot of trades in high schools anymore. I had wood shop from middle school through high school, so six years of it. And that doesn't really exist anymore. So can you work with a couple of other installers and all of you donate one day a week, four or five of you, and you rotate through and you find a shop class to go volunteer time at and you start teaching them how to work with tile, how to work with carpet, how to work with hardwood, and start with the freshmen, right? Everyone's like, well, I want the seniors. They're gonna be the first to go. Nah, start with the freshmen. And then you're gonna work with them for four years. But the next year you come around, you work with the sophomores and the freshmen, and you build it up. And so this first group of kids gets four years with you. 
now they have been invested in, you've mentored them, you've seen them grow and change, you know about them, you know them. One of them's going to need a job coming up soon. They're going to get themselves into some kind of a mess, you know, they're going to get a girlfriend and maybe there's a kid on the way or they get kicked out of the house because they're young and not so bright. They got to take care of themselves. Oh, well, I remember working with Kyle. He was fun. Let me go do that. Or can they take that skill set and find somebody else that does it and go and apply it over there, right? You've given them something that nobody can take away. They can go be successful. And we need it anyways, right? We, we have this installation shortage. So now we need to find a way to go give back. Somebody invested in you and taught you how to do this trade. And yet I hear so many people say, oh, I've tried. I'm done. I don't want to train anymore. I'm sick of it. I'm writing them all off. I'm just going to work by myself. That's the end of it. Great. So what do we do now? Because it's, it's dying. And if we don't want to install it, I guarantee you all of these manufacturers here will find a way to make a product that can go in without us. It doesn't need to be skilled. It's skilled now because the skilled position exists. That can change. Go teach the skilled position so we can keep doing it because doing it in a skilled way is going to provide a better end product. So we have to go invest in the people in order for us to succeed. And that's not happening. It's, oh, they're lazy. They don't want to come and work. They, they don't want to do anything. And we're not reaching them and we're not trying to find a way to and we're not going out and we're not finding a way to make sure that we're supporting the families in our neighborhood and, and giving them success. Why not? That's your local area, right? It's, you look at, I don't know, it's, it's, I think it's part of American culture now, right? You just, I don't even, I've lived in the same home for 13 years. I know my neighbor across the way because she's lived there the entire time as me as well the house kitty corner, they, they rent, they've been there a couple years, never talked. And the neighbors next door, I, I know them in passing of like saying hi. Been there 13 years. Really? That's the extent of me knowing my neighbors. It's ridiculous. And then there's another, there's 152 units there in total. I know really like one person. We just don't get involved the way we used to. And so we need to go an experienced community as human beings and yet it's let's make the phone call let's make him do it on the internet let's do it in this digital way transactionally and what are we getting out of it everyone's frustrated do you really enjoy going to walmart or home depot or any of these large box stores walking around looking for a person trying to find help they can't answer your question i mean heck i was the guy at target at one point and i would see people coming towards me and i would turn and I would walk the other way because I didn't want to help them because I wasn't paid enough to care. So we, we want the human interaction and yet everything we're doing is taking it out of the equation. And we have to bring that back. The amount that people respond to being able to get on a personal level with you and grow a relationship and learn about you goes a really long way in moving your business forward as opposed to here's the sheet. It says that you have 1,200 square feet. It's $12,000. I need a check. We'll send the guy out. He'll take care of it. We'll get the rest of the money. 
What did that do? Didn't do anything for you. And then where does that money go? Some of it goes towards paying overhead. Some of it goes to the installer. Some of it goes in your bank. What are you doing to continue to bring attention to your business? There's, there's goodwill investments and they may not have an immediate or trackable ROI, but they need to be done. You have to be willing to lose money to make money and it doesn't need to be a lot. You could take 1% of everything and find a way to start and as it grows, you can take a little bit more and a little bit more and just work your way up into finding a way to make a difference. Go get involved with a local kids organization. Go coach the sports team even though you don't have kids. Go put your shirts on them so they at least get a uniform. And yeah, you get some advertising out of it. But I'll be honest. Honestly, advertising on the you know, back of the shirt, probably not going to bring in a lot of jobs, but that's okay. It looks, it looks good. Go and then go to the actual team, right? Like if you just want to sponsor them, go show up and actually sit with the parents and watch your team play, participate with them, get to know them. Now that's going to give you a way different result. Uh, I know a gentleman that used to sponsor like the big wrestling tournament for, through their company for years and, and they stopped and we were talking and I brought it up. He's like, oh, I don't know. Like we just kind of stopped because we didn't really see an ROI. And I was like, it's not about the ROI. It's about just doing it because you can. Well, yeah, but then they just keep calling us and they want more and more and more. You're right. You are going to get those calls and you're going to have to pick and choose, but there's nothing wrong with picking and choosing and figuring out what's the best fit or what meets your core values and matches with your company of where you want to put the money. I think you, you can't not good double negative. You, you, you have to put something out there and continue to push the community forward and grow it and make sure that they're getting more out of you than you just offering the service. There is no reward at the end of the day when it's only transactionally based and you're not, it's not going to feel good. It's going to be very boring and bland for you. You can go punch in, punch out, and that's not a good way or place to be. So, how can you take your business and find the way to move your community forward in a positive direction? That's the question you need to answer when you leave here today. I'm Kyle. I host the Floor Academy podcast. You can go to FloorAcademyPod.com and learn more. We do weekly business content for contractors and we are talking the business side, not the skills side. You can go anywhere here and they'll teach you skills. Not a lot of business being taught. So we're going to look at how to grow your business. This is a little preview of that. And uh, I would love to chat. There's some swag in the back. Go ahead and pick up a sticker or a notebook so that you can take your notes and move your business forward with your goals. Any questions? Thank you.